From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Big show lined up over the next three hours this morning. Brad Powers on the program. College football handicapper and pro sports better. Talk to him in an hour. Get a lot of his uh, rundown of what he's been thinking as college football is less than a month away. Mia O'Brien covers the Jacksonville Jaguars. We will uh, preview that team today. And VEASAN host Wes Reynolds on the program later on with his best Big Ten bets, Paulie. We do have <clears throat> NFL preseason football tonight. Yep. Are and we'll you be, stoked? Are you yep, excited? Yep. We'll be talking Week 18 playoff scenarios before you know it. Oh, it zips by, man. Yes, it will. It will be yep. uh, Thanksgiving uh-huh. week and Black Friday before you uh, know what hit you. Yep, yep. You said it before we got off the air yesterday. No complaining allowed tonight. Great to have it back. Always a tough watch and a flag fest, but football's here. Also, it'll be fun to watch Hard Knocks this year. You hope. You hope at least that there's some potential this year uh, with the Jets. So, uh, and, and and the favorites flipped here. We got, a, we got a new favorite in the game. Yeah, so, by the way, I would say... Don't pay attention to anybody who scoffs at betting on preseason football. Because that's happened over the years, almost every single August, by the way. When somebody like in the media will come out, and it happened a few years ago with Trey Wingo, you got to be out of your minds to to bet on preseason football. Do you really? Is that really the case? Or is it one of the best times of year to actually be betting? Because this Baltimore Ravens run has absolutely been sick. 23 in a row. Nuts. Yes. Absolutely bonkers. So don't you can't yep. even trust a person anymore after they say about yep. preseason football. Betting on this stuff, you're out of your mind. No, you're not. It's one of the smartest times of the year to actually get down on this. So you're right. Coaches it, tell you the game plan. Of course they do. They tell yep. you what they're going to do. Yeah. So a lot of games. Yeah. The uh, you're right. The the Browns were laying two and a half as recently as uh, July 31st, and uh, it is completely flipped now. At DraftKings, the Jets are one and a half point favorites. The total pretty much across the board is 33-and-a-half. Some spots are uh, up to two on the Jets. I did notice there for a minute that the Jets got as high as two-and-a-half. We do know a little bit of the game plan tonight. 
um, as Aaron Rodgers will not play. The Salah came out and said none of the starters are actually going to play. Some of the vets will also sit out, like Randall Cobb. C.J. Uzoma is going to sit. Solomon Thomas, Al Woods. Um, you're going to get some Zach Wilson tonight. Some Chris Reveler late, which can be a little bit dangerous because he's pretty good in the preseason. Still getting a paycheck. How about that? Good, good for, for him. him. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. All right. And uh, as for the Browns, it's going to be started by Kellen Mond, who was drafted by the Vikings a couple of years back. And we're going to see a lot of uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson tonight as well, probably mm-hmm. in the second half. Now, he threw for more than 10,000 yards and 88 touchdowns in his five seasons with the Bruins, and he kept getting better and better and better. So I'm on the under 33.5. It did dip to 31.5 before it came back. I don't love it today because uh, I bet it before the news of uh, Thompson going to be getting pretty much the entire second half. The last 15 years, this game has gone over tonight's total five times. And usually it's a low-scoring affair. Last year was 27-11. to 11. We discussed this yesterday uh, off-air with John Goulet, uh, Beeson Management, about is there something to the defensive-minded coach wants to win more or take the defensive-minded coach? Well, the Jets are 5-0-1 straight up in the preseason under Salah. And Wilson trying to bounce back after the horrific performance last year. And this is why a lot of people are high on the Jets, because you go from Wilson, who was atrocious, to a Hall of Famer. They were 29th in total offense. They were number two in total defense. And then Stefanski, what, what would he care uh, about this game tonight? And, and certainly, you, you mentioned what happens. You know, it's Mond and DTR now. Uh-huh. No Watson, no Dobbs. So I, I prefer the Jets rotation. You can run some gadget stuff as Strebler gets in there as well. And still, Wilson has been okay in the preseason. So that, that, that's one thing to look at, too. But as what you said earlier, it's always a fun time of year because look at quarterback rotations, which we'll do more of next week, and I'm sure humans will have it at vcin.com. And the Ravens haven't lost a preseason game since September of 2015. Some coaches care, mm-hmm. and some coaches want to win. There's the defensive coach angle, and there's the new coach angle, too, that he wants to maybe impress the fan base or want to win these games. And, and that sometimes... That comes into play. But uh, I agree with you with the under, and I agree with the movement here uh, that the total, the favorite is flipped now, and the Jets now laying one and a half. Yeah. Uh, I do. I'm, I'm kind, of, kind of excited to see some of the other skilled guys who are young, who are probably going to get some reps tonight for the Browns. Third round wide receiver Cedric Tillman, 2022 third rounder David Bell, second year running back Jerome Ford. I want to see what he's going to look like. I know, uh, you know, Fantasy peeps who have been drafting now for three months during the offseason. I've seen some people make the case that uh, Ford needs to be on your team because there's no more Kareem Hunt and somebody's going to have to be the backup and probably catch some passes as well. They think it's, uh, Ford's going to be the guy. I want to see what he's going to look like tonight. And uh, as for the Jets, too, they do have that uh, rookie running back, Abinaconda from Pittsburgh, who was awesome in college. Fifth round pick, ran for more than 1,400 yards last season. They have Zonovan Knight. Also in that uh, rotation, who had 20 total touchdowns at NC State over three seasons. He scored three kick returns as well. And uh, 400 yards in seven games as a runner and receiver for the Jets last season. So they do have some skilled guys tonight that I want to see in the action. But typically, this is a very uh, methodically played game, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's uh, slower paced. Not a lot happens. Now, a year ago before this game, before the game, I don't think anybody saw that coming with Josh Jacobs. No. It's a shock. They couldn't believe it. The announcers were shocked. They kept bringing it up. 
Like, what's a starter doing in the game? And that's where McDaniels did not tell uh-huh. what the game plan was going to be. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, because it's like you're watching the game and wait a second, uh, Jacobs is still in? Like, why, what is going on here? And they scored a bunch of points in that game. But to your point, Paul, yeah, 7-3, and three, last 10 to the under. You said it was uh, how many in the last 15? Five have gone over this number. Gone over this again, number, okay. Two of them were canceled uh, as well. And the, back up to what you said earlier, too, um, that some coaches just don't flat out care. Too. McVay doesn't care. Uh, most McCarthy doesn't care. Most times in Dallas, it's let's get out of here, run the ball, and don't. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that scenario. But you know, back up to that infamous Trey Wingo tweet years ago, who now works for a sports book. Which go figure. Was uh, when you when you how do you watch some of these games and you don't have action on it? I mean, if you don't have action on this, why are you watching some of the stuff in the second half? That's the other thing about how, how painful some of these games can be in the second well, half. Well, they but, can oh, be but again, Sure. But again, all tickets cash the same, and what does it matter? I mean, if you can get on a streak doing well, I mean, go back to the pandemic when you got Russian ping pong, for Christ's sake, mm-hmm. uh, what you're doing. So there have been – Pete Carroll. Now, it's, it's come back the last few years. Pete Carroll used to be an ATS machine in the preseason. The Ravens thing was historic. It'll never happen again. 23-0 and straight up. Uh, going back, and then also very good ATS as well. So the books are still putting them up at a, a touchdown favorite, and they're still covering numbers here in the preseason. Uh, but if it goes back, remember Marv Levy didn't care in Buffalo that they were an easy go against. So And what it was like uh, with the Colts when they had Manning too. So uh, it, there's always a good coaching angle with this as well. And a coach will come out and say, these guys are playing two quarters, these guys are playing into the third quarter. And the other coach will say, no, that's going to be maybe a two drives and that's it. No, no, they'll, so come, it, they'll right. come out and I'll mean, tell you, like later on, as the preseason yeah. progresses, Paulie, they will say, my starting quarterback is going to get the entire first quarter, then the backup's going to play the second and the third, and then this guy's going to play the fourth quarter. That's They tell you the game plan in a lot of these cases. Like, again, I bet this game, I don't know how many days ago, at 33 and a half on the under, right? As long as it's close tonight and it looks like it might be a winner, I will absolutely have this game on one of the TVs. Now, if it's 17-13 at halftime, I'm probably not going to watch yeah. a lot of the second half. I'll have to turn my attention more to baseball. I've known Chuck Edel 10 years. Chuck wins every single year in the preseason. Chuck also has a gift, but where Chuck will watch every single coach's press conference leading into that, that week's game. And he knows what the key points are in the certain coach speak that he uses. Right, the phrases but, that they say. But then again, he also takes the, you know, you're going to get great information from these guys mm-hmm. watching all these press conferences before the game and what they're going to do. But that's a perfect example how, how Chuck wins every single year and why... Uh, Love Chuck. Yep, he's also a lot of first half bets too, mm-hmm. which is what he does. You're right. I mean, last year it was 27 to 11. Uh, some of the scores before last season, Steelers 16, Cowboys 3 two years ago. Absolutely nothing happened in that game. It was canceled in 2020 because of COVID. The year before that in 2019, it was uh, the Broncos 14, the Falcons 10. The Ravens beat the Bears 17-16. The Cowboys over Arizona, that was a kind of a fun game, 20-18 to to finish there. But you had a 14-3 game, a 17-13 game, 17-10, 16-7. That's the kind of yeah, game yeah. that I'm hoping for tonight. Yeah. I, I actually want absolutely nothing to happen, and I will enjoy it for three hours if that's the case. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. And you might get a 16-7, to 7, something like that tonight. Oh. That could happen. So. Other NFL news. Uh, Cooper Cup underwent an MRI on his hammy. He could be back to practice in a few weeks. 
I know last year was really the season to bet against the Rams. Um, some spots open up their win total seven and a half. If anything happens to that guy again, or Matthew yep. Stafford, it's going to be curtains again this year. Yes. And they're not going to be good anyway. Yep. And remember what you said yesterday. People just like, boy, love looks great in practice. I refuse to believe it. No way. Meanwhile, Ritter looks like ass. Right. And it's, well, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Not a peep. Not <laughs> a peep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I love Chernoff, but I, I, I felt, I, I don't know what I was thinking with that, with that buying, you're buying into Ritter. You, you have showed, to buy into Ritter. He showed nothing last year. He didn't. And some of the passes, so, again, coming from camp this right. year, look, I mean, he's four yards behind the receiver. Uh-huh. It's like a consistent problem here. Yeah. Yeah. Even so much that Blank has to come out and say, I support the guy. Already. <laughs> yes. Already had to come out and say that. Oh, God. And we heard, like, nobody questioned that, by the way, last uh-huh. year. Yeah, yeah, Ritter's going to be the guy. No need to take a quarterback in yeah. the draft. Yeah. I, Not going to happen. Yeah. We'll take Bijan Robinson eighth overall. Okay. I will take your word for it, then. We'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some. Coming up next, we had oh, ourselves no. a good old-fashioned moose oh, sighting. No. Last night, West Coast Baseball. Paulie with the details coming up next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, here we go. MLB favorites 11-4 and four last night. Home teams went 13-2. and two. The Braves took money $1.40 up to 170 Oh, boy, Giolito. Mm. There might be a little buyer's remorse here. And I know what Bowden said. You talked about that yesterday. 
Carabas tweeted about it. You know, it's going to look like maybe a bad move that the Angels decided to go for it. Oh, we're going all in. Oh, boy. Well, we're going to re-sign Otani. We're going to wow. go get Giolito. Yeah, Giolito, nine earned. Not to mention your schedule's brutal the rest of the way. Royal, I think it's a good idea to bet against the Mets and White Sox until further notice. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's been ugly. Royals took money and right plus 170 down to 145. No problem. And the White Sox embarrassed again. It didn't go well for the Reds, except if you had Votto tickets. Votto, two home runs, 60 to 1. Volpe went deep. He was 7 to 1. McClanahan got roughed up again. He's out of the Cy Young mix. Yeah. He's not in it right now. Yeah. It's uh, Garrett Cole's to lose. Cole did it again. One yeah. mistake. Gave early the on. Home run early, and that was it. Again, he's been off, off, uh, excuse me, awesome since. Uh, since May, subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these tweets and videos. Send stuff in. We'll put you on television. This is, we got we got a dog again who won't come out of the pool. Look at this. Guy comes up. It's like, come on. It's enough already. And they, nope, he knows what to do. He's going to go right to the middle of the pool. You can't get me, right? I love it in here. Good temp, right? Too hot. The humidity. He saw it the other day where the guy's in there at 6 in the morning on a Wednesday. She goes, no, we're not doing yeah. this. And the guy just backing up about, now. I'm getting my uh, getting my workout and I'm having a good time. Leave me alone. The dog's like, hey, pal, you want yeah. some? Come get some. I'm not coming out. That's right. That's right. Now, this one is awesome. An oldie but a goodie was making the rounds yesterday on social media where the dog here. Do you understand when I'm talking to you? Yeah. Took his friend's uh, treat. You do? Okay. So, I gave you a Chewy. I gave Kiko a Chewy. You ate Kiko's Chewy. So what do we say when we steal someone else's Chewy? What do we say? Do you know? And there's the apology. The hug. Absolutely. Yes, we say we're sorry. There you go. How he good is that? He ate both treats. He ate both treats. He took his brother's treat. Look at the regret. And uh, oh, yeah, you see wow. the sad face. Like, what do you do now? Okay, what do we say when you take your friend's treat? And he walks right up. And he gives the other dog the hug. <laughs> Very good. He knows. I was wrong. All right. Yep. Uh, good. Now lose some. I can't believe this. Another bear video. We're on a nice run here with the bear videos. But the guys are out playing golf. They said there was no food in the bag. The bear comes out from the woods and takes the golf clubs and steals them. And takes them right back into the woods. And they said there was nothing in there. No drinks, no food, nothing. The dog just came in and grabbed the bag of the, the, the golf club, yeah. the bag. Boo-boo with a big hankering to play hole 16. <laughs> Look at this. You're not getting that back, right? You can't catch him. He's going after him. Oh, that's another. Yeah, you don't want to go after him. He's a big fella. That's yes. another thing. I mean, that is, that's a bad move. You go after the bear. I mean, you're going to be the snack at that point. Or could be. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. You can have him, pal. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Come on. Another great dog video. Well, this is titled, Hey, Mom, We Found Your Cat, right? Oh, no. The husky, oh. they dig a hole through the couch oh. because they were trying to get to the cat who was underneath the couch. There's an enormous hole. That couch is wrecked. Got to get a new one. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> no, no, it's gone. It's, 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 yeah, in you, the garbage. You put it on the side of the house, right? Garbage. It's going to the dumpster. That's exactly right. And then what, what do you do with the dogs? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. You got to be sick and hate yourself to bet baseball. A moose in Denver. Padres, Rockies total, 11 and a half, 12. 4-1 Padres in the ninth. They get a seven spot and win 11 to 1.
It is Coors Field, but I don't care. Absolutely. Brewers, $1.25. They blow it in the ninth against the Nats. Not one, but two errors. Two errors. Two errors. It was like the Orioles, right? The Blue Jays scored three runs in the sixth without a hit. Walk, 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 hit by pitch, hit, hit, hit by pitch. Yeah, back-to-back hit by Come pitches. On. And the Phillies, an all-timer. The Phillies were $1.25 yesterday in Miami. They let 5 nothing. They let 5-2 in the seventh. They let 5-4 in the bottom of the ninth. They let 7-5 in the bottom of the tenth. They let 8-7 in the bottom of the eleventh. They lost 9-8. How many times can you blow it? Is it that hard to get three outs? Well, that's at least six times in one game. Oh, God. Awful. Take blew, a week blew off. a really good start by Wheeler, too. That's right. It's 5 nothing. You're on, he's on cruise control. Yeah. Then they turn it over to the bullpen, and that happens. Who win the Heisman? We'll be in the college football playoff. Surprise teams, disappointment teams. All those questions and more can be answered by reading our college football betting guide, which is out today. Previews, picks, best bets. Not only will we get the college football betting guide, but you also get our NFL guide. That's over 70 pages. The college is 195, 195 pages. And the all-access pass to the daily best bets and the viewing of the DraftKings betting splits. Check out the current offers right now, vcin.com. Slash subscribe. There you go. Email from Josh, FTM at vcin.com. Going into the seventh inning of Wrigley last night, the Reds pitching staff had given up 30 runs in the past 15 innings. As he typed it out, he goes, whoops, make that 31 runs in the last 15 and a third. Gave up another run. Yeah. Um, incredible. I don't know and what's going to happen, though. He, he has his... money on the Reds to win the division. And he's like, I just, I yeah. hate to say it, but I don't even, I, it's, it's not going to be a winner. And I don't know wow. what to do. Yeah, yeah, they can still win it. But there's nothing you can do right now. Yes, because here it, come the Cubs. Yeah, right, right. And and the Brewers are blowing games like that. Mm-hmm. I thought the Brewers were going to run away with this thing. That's not happening. They lost two out of three to Washington. They threw Burns also in the first game of that series. Uh-huh. I mean, boy, oh boy. I, can't, I mean, just watching the last two games against the Cubs, and credit Chicago for sticking with this, and their offense has been awesome. You just, I'm, I'm, and I'm never, I've never been a Reds fan for a day in my life, but having 100-1 to to win the division kind of changes your tune a little bit. I'm just, I'm cussing out loud at the house. Like, what on earth were you thinking at the deadline? This entire summer has, that's been the, again, the story of baseball. The Great America Ballpark was a party every single time they played at home. After they called up Dela Cruz, they were the hottest team in baseball. They're scoring a ton of runs every single night, playing that exciting series against the Braves. They're in this thing. Nope. Sorry, guys. We're not going to do anything at the deadline. And then just the timing of it to give up that many runs in back-to-back days. And I'm also, you know, watching the Orioles last night, and I'm paying attention to uh, Orioles Twitter, and uh, you know, media fans basically saying the same thing. When Fujinami is on, he can be lights out, but when he's off, my God, is he really, really off? Like last night, he comes in, like you said, the back-to-back hit by pitches. You have to start. You have to be really concerned now, Paulie, or getting there anyway. And I tweeted this out last night about the bridge to get to Bautista mm-hmm. come playoff time. Yeah. Yep. I think Cano might be running out of gas, and then that's the guy that you addressed it with. Fujinami. Why would you even why would you even trade for the guy, let alone pitch him in big and high leverage spots with that ERA? So that's just that's just being arrogant. Oh, we'll fix him. You know, we'll get guy stinks. Come on. That's the thing. Is Doesn't that- make but you know, it's good. It's easy to it's fun to talk about when you're twenty four games over five hundred, but certainly there's cause for, cause for concern and and that was, you know, they were seven and one against Toronto. Uh, going into last night's game, and it's just a wacky sixth inning. Now, you, you throw Flaherty today, 
you take three out of four, you say, you know, well, you're loving life. I mean, you went to Tampa and took three out of four as well. And certainly they have some issues too. So still up three in a loss column, nothing hurt. But, uh, you know, you, you, it's warranted what you're talking about. No, I mean, it's... Cano struggled and, and, and who gets the ball to Bautista and you, you can't give him six out saves. I mean, it's just not realistic to think that he can do that. And he had that five-out save uh, early in the series against Toronto. I, I like so. what people were saying, because I agree with it, too. You're going to bring over a guy who was with Oakland, right? All year long, they've been on pace to be one of the worst teams in the history Soap. of the sport yeah. with an ERA of eight. And then he's going to come into spots where you use the phrase high leverage. Like, all these games are very important for the Orioles, and you're going to trust that guy in a big spot down the stretch or in the playoffs? Okay, well, good maybe, luck to you. Concerned about how high, maybe Hyde uses the pen, too, but... uh they just looking the last couple of weeks, they're, they're too much nibbling. They're walking way too many guys. You know, how, again, they scored three runs without a hit. But you have to go after and attack people. You can't keep walking guys, and that's when you're going to get in trouble. But still, come on. Uh, best record in the league, but uh, still, I, I refuse to believe it's a Braves Orioles World Series. I just, I don't think God will let that happen. Or if it does happen, I'll probably die in a car accident the next day. Mm. Uh, so definitely talk that into the universe. That's always good. That's not going to. Can't imagine that happens. Well, come on, like it's good, like that's going to happen. You know, I, I I just can't envision a scenario where it works out for me. You know, um, but yeah, it's probably no, it's frustrating. It's just like what? Why don't you imagine what Met fans are thinking? Everyone's furious now. Like, wait a second, you were supposed to come in and you were going to spend like the Dodgers and the Yankees, and now maybe we're not going to try to compete for two years, yeah, two or three more years after what Scherzer said, and and now Cohen with what he's doing. Sure. So. Imagine if the Cubs win this division. Boy, you look at the schedule, too. There's a lot of Pittsburghs and Colorado. Oh, no, absolutely it, it is, yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. They were going to sell. They were. That was, it was going to be Bellinger and Stroman were available. Again, you can you are allowed to beat the deadline. Yep. You're allowed to make – you could have had these guys. Bellinger was 12-1 to 1 to remain with the Cubs, and wow. I'll tell you. Two okay. out in the loss column, two Cubbies. We will preview the Jacksonville Jaguars up next. There is a path for this team to cash a ticket in the 15 to 20 to 1 range. We'll explain what that is next here on Beeson. This is Follow the Money on Beeson. Welcome back, Mitch and Paul, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We continue here with our NFL previews, a team every single day leading into the season uh, and a division, by the way. So in the AFC South this week, today's team on the clock, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Paulie, uh, we know that uh, you're high on this team. Um, I like them as well. 25 to one to win the Super Bowl at uh, DraftKings, 14 to one to win the AFC. They're currently minus 155 to win that division Um, at Circa. Their win totals here. The regular win total is 9.5, over is now minus 140. The alt high is 10.5, over is plus 165. The alt low, if you think it goes sideways on the team, under 8.5 is plus 215. A couple of bets that I like, and we'll get into it a little bit more here, but at DraftKings, you can bet um, division wins. It's 4.5, over is plus 135. But how about the DraftKings 1-2 exacta in every division? I love that they post this in every single um, division that they have. How about Jags-Titans plus 190, or flip it, Titans-Jacksonville plus 380? Bet both of them at plus prices, because I just, again, the Colts, rookie quarterback potentially, rookie head coach. The Texans, 
rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. Mm. You have to love Rabel. I know that Tannehill, you might not be super high on him, but Vrabel's awesome, and I still think the Titans are pretty decent, and Jacksonville has a chance to really take off on a rocket ship this yeah. year. What's the better bet, you think? The, the Jags to win the division or the Chiefs? Because for a long time in the summer, it was the same price. And then also there were some books that had close to the same price. Jacksonville to make the playoffs, Jacksonville to win the division. I'll go Chiefs. Would, really? I'll go to, Chiefs. to me, the only way this goes sideways is if, if Lawrence gets hurt. Because, yes, Tennessee started 7-3, and three, then they lost seven in a row. And I know that final game in Week 18 was close, and they almost won with Dobbs. But, and, and they also lost a ton of guys to injuries, but this is going to be it for Tannehill and Tennessee, and I think you'll see a quarterback change at some point during the season. In our betting guide, Steve Mackinnon says this is the seventh best team in the NFL. And they got off to the slow start, three and seven, and then they closed. They won five of their last six. The loss was at Detroit. And Lawrence had a good year as well and really came on late in the season. Uh, they had the big comeback against Dallas, the walk-off pick six, which was huge. But here's, and you have to like Peterson, you expect Lawrence to grow and continue to improve. But Kirk, Jones, and Ingram combined for 3,200 yards and 20 touchdowns. And now they get Ridley? And now he looks awesome in practice and camp? To me, now it's a scary offense. Well, and, and, and again, it's just, I can't, to me, the worst case scenario here is 9-8 and eight or 10-7. and seven. Oh, And I, I certainly can't get there. With Tennessee, I just think that the you know the one sixty in that range to win the division. I just I'd love Jacksonville to win this division, and yeah, certainly right. The Chargers blew it, but to come back and win that playoff game, and then to go to Kansas City and lose by seven, and they they win that game if Lawrence if they're one of those key turnovers as well. Certainly bailed out by what happened with Mahomes, and you got Henny in there. But that's I mean they go to Kansas City, who won it all. That's a twenty seven twenty game, and they have so, it late. Yeah, are you saying that there is? Like no chance, Ryan Tannehill has a bounce back. I year. can't see it. I don't. I don't think he'll be the quarterback. What if he plays well in the first half of the season? They're not going to make a move to Levis then. They're not going to because if they're playing well midway through the season, they're going to have a chance to win this division in theory. Do you think he's going to play well with his lack of weapons? I mean, that's well, they also got him Hopkins. Well, is he go, is he going to going to give him a long term deal though? I can't imagine he's in the future plans. Why he keep taking quarterbacks in the draft? Well, okay, but forget about that for a second. We're only concentrating on this year. Yeah. So it's possible that he bounces back and actually, they were the I, one seed a couple of years I, ago. I stand by it. I think this is a rebuild. I think it's a rebuild. and oh, it, So you don't like the idea of this team finishing even in second place? Talking about Tennessee. I. You could see a scenario where they finish in third or maybe are in last. Boy, that's, boy they really fall off then. I mean, that, that's. They would have to. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that high on a Houston, though. I'm not, yeah. I don't think Houston and Indy can, can, something like that happens. But, I mean, because it was, look how last year ended. And certainly you had issues at the quarterback position and with the injuries, but they, they couldn't win a damn game. They blew. That was historic what happened. They had a, a, a four-and-a-half game lead in the division late and blew it. Right. Couldn't win a game. So does that carry over? The other thing is, what does Hopkins have left? I don't – he might have a, a, a good amount left in the tank, but can they get him the ball? Mm. And then Henry's up there, the wear and tear with Henry with all these carries. And certainly I, I respect Vrabel, and he's a good coach, but – I just think that the Jacksonville is going to take off, and especially a big year out of Ridley and then the weapons yeah. that Lawrence has. So you know when we do this every single uh, day with a different team, I point out the unit rankings at Pro Football Focus. Uh, I do subscribe. The numbers are available to everybody. So it's it's a nice little test to like 
you know, discuss, you don't have to agree with them. And uh, today will be an example of, I don't agree with some of their numbers. The offensive line, they rank 26th overall. They did lose Jawan Taylor. They added Anton Harrison in the draft. Uh, Taylor's really, really good on the O-line. They were ninth in PFF uh, pass blocking last year. But according to their numbers, by far the worst graded run blocking unit in football. It's exactly, that's a quote from Pro Football Focus. The defensive line, they ranked 21st. At the time, uh, Dwayne Smoot was not back with the team. Well, he's back, but he's off in Achilles. I would say this. I think Josh Allen is actually pretty damn good. And uh, it's going to be the second year for Trayvon Walker, who was the number one pick overall in the draft. I think that could be better than the 21st defensive line in football. Yep. They ranked the linebackers 18th and, and the secondary 27th. they got to be better on defense. Have to be. Atrocious on third down. But here's where I disagree. Uh, the wide receiver unit, Paulie, PFF ranks Jacksonville 16th. If they stay healthy, you're telling me that Ridley, Kirk, Jones, Ingram, and others are going to be middle of the pack with, with uh, Trevor Lawrence passing them the football? That is, I cannot imagine. And let, if they're healthy, that's not possible. They are easily better than the 16th best wide receiver and tight end unit in football. I don't know how they came up with that. I know they go based on grades. That is far too low. Yeah. Yeah. with the Jacksonville receivers. That can be an elite unit. Special teams, they're 11th. They're favored in 11 games, games at DraftKings, and they have three primetime games. But here's what, I mean, Joe, Bur- uh, Joe Burrow popped already, right, when he came out of um, LSU. And the talk before he really had that amazing year was Trevor Lawrence is the best prospect in college football since Andrew Luck, and then let the, the best, you know, second best guy since John Elway. Burrow surpassed him. He's lived up to it. What if this is the year for Lawrence where he plays exactly like he did or even better than the second half of the season? Yeah. And he eliminates some of the turnovers. That's possible where these elite guys eventually just hits for him and they find their stride and he turns into one of the best five quarterbacks. Yeah. Maybe this is the year Lawrence does that. And if he does, then we're talking about potentially a 12, 13 win team. And that's when that prop that is now between 15 and 18 to one to have the most wins in football that's where that's live. If that, this guy plays at an MVP right. level. That's right. And you throw out the two years ago because it was Urban Meyer and a disaster. Correct. You also have the bat. This is very important because the one or the two seed is in play here. Now, you get the, you're get you used to London. You go there every year. You get back-to-back games in London. The Buffalo game is in London. You get Kansas City at home. You get San Francisco at home. You get Cincinnati and Baltimore at home. So you can do this. And a couple of those go your way. You have the tiebreaker, and the AFC North and AFC East could be a war of attrition, and maybe 10 wins uh, wins those divisions. You, you'd be huge. You're looking at home field. And then that's something that, that they could they certainly could uh, could pull off here. And yeah, I can't think that I don't think that's crazy for Burke to put that in our betting guide. That maybe this team shocks the world and wins 13 games or yep. 12 games and has the most wins. I tailed him on that. Uh, it was 25 to 1 here at Circa. That's the number that I grabbed. It's 18 to 1 now here currently. I'm also pondering a bet on over 10 and a half at plus 165, but also I could very easily then lose both bets in case something happens to Lawrence or if it does, you know, not exactly yeah. continue like it did last yeah. year. I uh, just because you, you brought it up too, and I know we'll do it tomorrow, but Tennessee was 28th in points per game and 30th in passing. I mean, that just. That's who Tannehill is. That's who the Titans are. It's just all in on Henry. And the other thing, too, as we talked about, because we did the Colts at the beginning of the week, 12-2-1 ATS run last 15 against the Colts. Yeah. 
Jacksonville has owned them, and that's who they get week one. And remember, the Colts are 1-14 ATS last 15 season openers, which I cannot believe. You know, uh, another market that I really love at DraftKings is where you can bet every team with the exact outcome at the end of the year. So you can bet, obviously, Jacksonville to win the Super Bowl. You can get them to lose in the Super Bowl at 20-1. to 1. How about to okay. lose in the conference title game at 9-1? to 1? I think there's a path for that team for that absolutely to happen. How about the other props with the with the quarterback props? Yeah, well, Drake, I mean, how does Lawrence not lead this division in passing yards? So this is this is where it's priced, right? In the AFC South alone, Lawrence to lead that division in passing touchdowns, he's minus three thirty. Passing yards, he's minus three dollars. I tinkered last night to see if you could parlay. You can't. Okay. But uh, Stroud is six to one. Tannehill is eight to one for touchdowns, and it's around the same price for most passing yards. I mean, if you want to get nuts, Gardner Minshew is a thirty to one and twenty to one, respectively. I totally agree with you. When when, when what what Kirk Jones and Ingram did last year, and now you get Ridley. Oh, they're who has been a beast. Yep. Okay. We'll go over power ratings in college football up next. We'll share some tips on starting your own ratings, and see where we agree or disagree with the power ratings and the Veasan betting guide coming up next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Our ratings, picks, previews, predictions, pro. As become a VSEN Pro subscriber, get an all-access pass to the betting tools, betting splits, and the college football betting guide, which is out today. 
The only way to get the guides and everything we offer is become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You can do exactly that at VEASAN.com slash subscribe and the football season special through the Super Bowl. Get that as well for a great price. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Well, and the guide is part of that. It's out today as well. And so we'll go over some power ratings here in college football and uh, a couple things. We're, we're going to hit Steve Mackinnon's top 25 here in a minute, but also Adam Burke, he details in the guide, like his way of making power ratings. And it's not, this is not an exact science, but as he points out, and uh, he does a really good job of explaining this, but he, he says the measure of a good set of power ratings is to have more lines move toward your numbers than move against them. Sometimes your line will be wrong. Sometimes on in, you know injuries slip through the cracks. Sometimes betters with a lot of market influence like the other side, and the line will move in the other direction. Sometimes those betters will be wrong. Sometimes your power ratings will be wrong. Starting with a good foundation is important because it can be a, a cat and mouse game throughout the season. And he starts with the foundation, and then he moves into how to adjust and adapt the season as it goes along. He does his uh, positional power ratings. He uses seven positions to determine his rating for a team on a scale of basically 40 to 100. And he says, the, this makes sense, right? The Georgias and the Alabamas of the world will be closer to 100. The FIUs and New Mexicos of the world will be closer to 40. Mm-hmm. And he says, why a scale of 40 to 100? He breaks his position groups down like this. Quarterback, O-line, D-line, and coaching slash special teams are graded up to 15, 60 total points. Running backs, receivers, linebackers, and DBs are graded up to 10, 40 total points. Therefore, a uh, a perfect score would be 100. And he said the goal is to look at the rosters, the returning production, the offensive and defensive schemes to develop those values, and um, air raid teams. And he also points out like home field advantage as well um, as part of this. And um, overall... It's a really good rundown, and he explained he used Georgia as the example in the power ratings. So if you don't know how to make your own set of power ratings, the guide he tells you can listen to Adam Burke. But again, it needs to be reiterated that it's not an exact science, and nothing is going to be 100 percent perfection. Obviously, mm-hmm. then you're always tinkering with those. You have to as as you see more and have more information on these teams. And a big talking point also is uh, from a total standpoint will be the new rules, which we'll dive into with Wes Reynolds and also uh, Brad Powers coming mm-hmm. up. I mean, the, the the clock now runs on first downs. We were infuriated to no end. That it was, well, why did, what was this? What, what's this chain game crap? What are we? Why does the clock stop on first downs? And now, finally, it won't happen until the uh, last two minutes of halves now uh, and how that affects totals. I mean, that's, that's a great... You got to sit and clock it. How much time is that now coming off sure. for... So that that's big, but uh, that's a good breakdown from Burke as well, um, and because you're going to get new information every week. Now Lou Holtz always has a great line. The biggest improvement you're going to see is from game one to game two mm-hmm. in college football, because you're going to see some horrible or great performances in game one, and then we'll see what happens uh, the next week. So yeah, and you got to be careful. You're, you're, you're talking about kids too, so you don't know what you're going to get week to week and what goes on in their lives and everything. With so you're going to get a lot of. Uh, now everyone can't be Georgia. It's just a easy win every week, and this year they're double-digit favorite in 11 games. Yeah, and uh, over time you will learn not to overreact, but I, I will bring up a good example. Um, the Joe Burrow year, again, with LSU, 2019. Yes, yes. Like right away in this, because if you if you recall that team in the bowl game against Central Florida, remember he was getting knocked around, 
picked off. I mean, he was getting destroyed by that defensive line, and he wasn't very good. Yeah. And that season was like an above average, but nothing great season. And so you're like, oh, Joe Burrow, uh, what's he going to be like in year number two now as a starting quarterback at LSU? Well, by week two, you didn't have to overreact, right? Because they went to, they played Texas, and he, they put up like 40-plus points, and it's like, my God, this is a machine on offense. And then they played at Alabama and Tua, and they outscored him, and they were in the 40s that game. Remember and it's t- like, this is incredible what we've been watching with this guy. Who was the kid at A&M? Remember the quarterback? Because they got up, they played, he played well in two games, in the Heisman, and then it was, yes. they didn't even have a yes. winning record. It was after Johnny, Man- it was the year after Johnny Manziel. I'm blanking on his name. But it's like, you can really overreact and go. They went to South Carolina, right? And they put up like yeah. 500 plus yards. But South Carolina wasn't good. But that goes back to what we're going to talk oh. about, also what we're going to talk about here. With um, Hill. Hill? Is that his name? Thrill Hill. Yeah. Thrill Hill. K- Kenny was, Hill? Kenny. Thrill K- Hill. Kenny, That's his name. Okay, there you go. Every year, there's a preseason top 10 that falls on their faces. 100% Paul. Now, I'm not talking about like 8-4. and four. I'm talking not even a winning record. And it was even going back to USC with Barkley. I mean, there's always it's a lot of SEC teams. There'll be someone preseason top 10, and they turn out to be a joke. Well, and and it's then, like, what the hell were you watching? Sure. So then if you're not going to, if you see them and they're really, really bad, like in week one or week two, that, that could continue. Also, how about a team not ranked that climbs up into yeah, the top right. 10 or the top five? Absolutely. That could happen. Yeah. And if you're from the no. SEC, you can be in the top five in three weeks. Other conferences, they can't, you know, they yeah. don't get that benefit of the doubt. So in our betting guide, there were 12 different teams picked to go to the college football playoff. ESPN has 17. I think that's too aggressive. Give me some of the teams. Um, well, they picked TCU again. They made oh. the case for TCU. I just I think it's going to be a long year. No way. I can't get there with that, right? Um, Oregon. Okay. Utah. A couple people picked. Tooley picked them to win it all. Recommended it. Tennessee. No. Mm. Tennessee. No. We went over no. their schedule yesterday. I Wisconsin's can't see that one of them, too. I like uh, hype so, a lot. but Yeah. Now, Oklahoma's interesting. People are going to point to the close losses, and they're going to be favored, I think, 11 times this year. Well, they were favored in 11 games last year and went 6-7. and seven, Sure. Which is impossible. Mm-hmm. Should be. So how do they – how does Venables look in year two and coming off a 6-7 and seven season? Uh, although, again, when Gabriel was in, there were some close losses. And do you buy the Texas hype? I mean, can it's one thing, can Texas win the Big 12? Can Texas make the playoff? And we disagree on this, but this could be the year where a two-loss team gets in there. But in any event, Mackinnon, with his power ratings, power ratings and rankings, he has Texas sixth. Tied with LSU. Right. You're high on Michigan? Absolutely. I buy it. Uh, the Ohio State thing with humans and Paul Stone and Mackinnon at two, That's that could be aggressive. Again, they have no concerns at the quarterback position. They think they'll be fine. Brad Powers, same thing. Um, but he goes, Georgia, Ohio State, Bama, Michigan, LSU, Texas, USC, Penn State, Clemson, Florida State. I would have Clemson it. I can't get there with Franklin. No, neither can I. I mean, there are Penn State fans. Remember when all those rumors were going, oh, we might leave. And they're like, go, go ahead. Sure. And they turn around, they gave them all that money. So I, I, I mean, his record in big games. I just I want no part of Frank. It speaks for itself. I have Clemson ahead of Penn State. I also have USC a ticket ahead of Texas. Now it's a different story. Yeah, you know when when you get to the playoffs because uh, Lincoln Riley is a guy that uh, come playoff time. Okay, well I mean this hasn't had the defenses and then he fell apart that year yeah. too with the no, play calling against there. Georgia. Well, he does, but he but gets there. We're talking about the regular season. Right. They they can easily right. be. And he should have got it there last year. Here, the defense let him down. Here's the thing about the Pac-12. A team 
could absolutely make the playoff because I think the Pac-12 is completely loaded to the gills this year. A team can make the playoff, but it's the Pac-12, and this conference always stumbles on itself right over its own feet. So if right. one of these, if Utah, Oregon, USC, Washington, one of those four teams run the table, they're going to be in the playoff. Or even with one loss in a Pac-12 championship, yes. they'll, they're going to be in the playoff. But every one of those teams, they have like landmines to go through at the back end of the schedule where it's <clears throat> difficult to make the case for that. So I don't know what team it's going to be, but that, that one 11 and one team playing for the Pac-12 title, if they win that, they're going to have an unbelievable case to get in. Mm-hmm. Like I think Washington is awesome this year. I love Penix. I was on him right away last year. But that schedule is, uh, boy. And plus, do you trust him on the road? I mean, they lost yep. at Arizona State, and the defense really struggled away from home, too, at times. Well, so, that's... That, that's. I mean, you're, you're right, but we live and breathe. I mean, they, the Pac-12 would screw up a cup of coffee. I know. Like, what upper echelon team is going to go to UCLA and lose are going to go to Arizona or Arizona State and lose this year? Yeah. Like it's, but, it's, then, but then again, no one had TCU. No one had that last year. It's incredible. Yeah. That was good for the sport. Um, and how about this? Brad Powers is gonna gonna he's got two from the SEC and two from the Big Ten. I'm, That's I'm what on, you threw at I'm on Drew board. Butler. I'm on board. Yeah. That I could happen. happen. That absolutely could happen. Georgia, Bama, take your pick. Georgia, LSU. Brad has Bama. Or and then uh Ohio State, Michigan. It's almost scary how much I like Michigan this year. They, it could be where those those four are just too good. And there's a, there's a sep- sure. separation there. Sure, it could that be. That could be. Yeah. All right, so follow the money. Again, all those uh, power ratings are available in the uh, guide. It's out today. 195 pages. Beautiful as always. vcin.com slash subscribe. Brad Powers, professional sports better. Thrives on college football. He's going to join the program coming up next. Uh, we'll ask him how the new rules will affect totals here on Follow the Money. It's vcin, the sports betting network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.